Well, hello, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me again for another Wisdom Wasted. Black Hypothesis. I am Paper Maid, and today I was just thinking about some of my friends who are in love to a fault, almost. And when I say these reality shows, I'm talking Real Housewives of Potomac, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Real Housewives of Hollywood, okay? Shout out to my good friend, T with Dre, if you guys like these kind of shows. He's on Twitter all the time, hosting events just catching up on these episodes. And when I say that these fans can catch up on these episodes, I'm talking for hours, okay? They can reflect on who said what and how they said it and what their motive was and all of that. And it gets very engaging at times. I, for one, may not catch up on these shows. I don't really watch them, except for in my periphery. You know, if I'm hanging out with friends and they're watching it, every now and again I come across an episode or two. And it's not that I don't enjoy them. I do when I see them, except for the, you know, that kind of like screen empathy that we all experience when we're watching those horror movies. I feel that. I feel the same thing when it comes to these reality shows. I can't help but feel embarrassed for these characters or feel angry on behalf of these characters or be like, what is that about? Frustration just kind of builds in me. I don't know them, they don't know me, but that's what the show invokes. And that's a part of the reason why they're so popular. You know, we don't live the lives that they live, but somehow we are living vicariously through them half the time when they're shown on the screen. So I wanted to dig a little deeper into not only why we like them so much because of those emotions, but also why typically and from a scientific method and critical thought perspective why is it that they can sometimes be helpful damaging too damaging too but there is a positive side to the existence and the popularity of these types of shows so let's start with a book shall we in case you're new to this show in case you're new to black hypothesis in general We like to read, (laughs) and there's a book called The Corrosion of Character. It's written by Richard Sennett, for anyone who's interested, but I think it's a really good book, and basically, the point he's making is work has changed a lot. It used to be that we worked, we lived to work, we worked to live in a different fraction than we do at the moment. Some people focus more now on the work. Some people focus more now on the living. But before, it was very controlled. And we had particular skills. And we focused on those skills. We became really good at those skills. For example, 
If your dad was a baker, you probably learned to bake from your dad, maybe even made a couple of adjustments and you became popular as a baker too. You knew how to bake so well that people knew you were a great baker and they would come to your bakery for specific items, right? You're like, no, I'm going to wait till I get to this bakery because they have the best so-and-so. But then things became more focused on the quantity of items rather than the quality of items because population growth, capitalism, et cetera, et cetera. So we focus more on getting more work done within a shorter period of time. If you're just one baker and you're focused on the quality of your product, it's going to take a little time and love and energy, you know, a little blood, sweat and tears too, to make the good products that you make. Therefore, you're not going to be able to service as many people. So what do you have to do? You need to hire more people to do more simpler tasks so that you can get the products out as quickly as possible and that you would make more money. That's how you get these chains. That's how you get companies that could build to be massive monopolies that take over because they have the potential to cheapen their products because they're making so much of them and they're putting less time and energy into it. So if it's easier for me to make the product in general, yeah, I could sell it to you for a better price than the real great baker that you used to go to. Same thing happens for the car industry. We do the same thing. There were quality cars. You can, you have your Lambos, you have your Porsches too. And then as you think of them, they decline and decline until you get to your average Joe car, like a good Ford, which can be made quickly, rapidly on a production line. So yeah, maybe one person who works in the company doesn't know how to make a full car, right? But they know how to make one piece of the car and they do that piece every day, all day. What happens if you are a manufacturer, if you're a baker and you get a job as a baker, but now you're forced to really just knead the dough and every day you come in, you don't get to make a full cupcake. You don't get to design it and have your fun, put your little love and special touch into it. All you do every day, you come in and you bang on some damn dough and then you leave. <laughs> And that's your job. You have less of a connection to your job. You don't give a shit about that job. If we don't care about the work that we do, it's difficult to find joy in what we do. Where will we find our joy? Where will we find our excitement? We need to feel. So when we get home from a long day's work of doing absolutely fucking nothing, in our own minds at least, definitely not doing the shit that we wanna be doing, we come home and then we watch a show like Real Housewives of Potomac and they are killing it, okay? They're telling who's what. They're like, if you don't... <laughs> For those of you who don't know, on the East Coast, we do make up like words and sounds and just tie them in. And da-da-da-da-da-da-da, if you don't get out of my face, you na-na-na. You know, and just seeing them say the things that we wish we could say to our coworkers, to our bosses, like if we had the opportunity to live life the way that these people live their lives, oh my gosh. Because when my boss came to me and told me that I didn't need enough dough today, I really wanted to tell them where to put themselves, tell them where to put that dough. <laughs> 
What you mean? Do you know the kind of baker that I am and how many years I've been in this industry, the kind of things that I can do, and all I'm doing here is kneading dough, and you have the nerve. <laughs> and that's why we get excited, because it's just like we don't have that opportunity. We don't have the luxury of telling off the people that we really want to tell off. We have to mute ourselves, right? We have to wear a mask every day when we go into work and not be able to express all the things that we express, whether it's happiness and joy, frustration, anger. We have to limit those things. So it feels really good. Just know that if we get a little bit too engrossed, sometimes we feel that that kind of behavior is normalized just because we're seeing it so much so like I said there's a positive and a negative to everything the positive is you get to express that you get to feel like somebody's doing it you see what it would be like to really get all that stuff out right but then on the other hand just be mindful that that's what it's there for it's a comfort it's a coping mechanism and restrict it to kind of like what it is <laughs> and don't make it more than that. You don't need to embody everything that we see on or the idiot box as my high school sociology teacher would have said. <laughs> I say in my clothes that the only thing about this and letting it seep into your personal character because like I said, the book is called The Corrosion of Character, obviously meaning that these kind of you missing out on the opportunity to be genuine in your day-to-day -day life, that is what is corroding character. Because you don't know who you are. You don't know what you want to do because you never really get the chance to do it. Understand that it's good to practice that. It's good to explore that until you figure out what the fine lines are and where the boundaries are. Push yourself to figure those things out and don't make it, don't feel like you are oppressed, any individual, don't feel like you are oppressed to be someone that you are not. Also, though, know that some of the things that we see, some of the things that other people make okay or normal, aren't really all that okay and normal. You have to make sure that you know where your fine line is and hold others accountable to meeting your expectations as well when it comes to interacting with you. Don't allow anybody to feel that they have the right to treat you or talk to you in a way that you don't approve of. Because that's also building character. That's going to solidify it. Enjoy your real housewives, y'all. Until the next time, this is Paper Made. <laughs>